Hello. Hello, mate. You're right. Oh yeah, mate. I'm all good. How are you? I'm all right. Can you sing the Hundred Film Challenge song, please, Michael? Um, I sent it to you, didn't I? <sighs> yeah, but sing it. I can't. I don't know where it is on my computer. Can you sing it for me, please? I can. I can send it back to you if you want, mate. Just, mate. Come on. You're being. You're being tricky now, aren't you, mate? One hundred films, one hundred films, challenge. One hundred films, one hundred films, challenge. One hundred films, challenge. One hundred, one hundred films. Thank you, Mike. Get a, a, also, Pat wants a cup of tea. Okay. Thanks, right. Joe. Bye. Bye. Right, so we tried to start recording about 50 minutes ago, but then your wife yes. and daughter walked in the room and we got distracted. We got a bit distracted and uh, got into a chat slash <laughs> bitch fest. Well, um, so we, we were, ve- we, yeah, we were allowed to say that word. We were very bitchy for the last hour, weren't we? But I realised I, re- I haven't had a chat with you for ages, apart from the podcast. Yeah, we only do, well, because we don't, we're not allowed to meet up and we're not really phone call people. And the only texts no. we send are to do with 10 things I hate about you. Yeah, or the office. Or the office, exactly. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, so yeah, but it's, it's so, nice to know you're doing all right, mate. Yes, all good. So, uh, films. Oh, yes, that was why, that was why <laughs> I rang you. Um, yeah. yeah, so your April... Yeah, so 100 Film Challenge. Are you still enjoying your 100 Film Challenge, mate? I am, but... Um, I'm missing going to the cinema, mate. Oh, so am I. Although, at this so stage, much. I can't actually imagine it. I, I, there was something... Because even, even though I disliked um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... I remembered going to the cinema because it was my only one night off in Edinburgh because that came on Now TV this week and um, I think I sent you a message about it. You did? It was was like, I I walked, it was like the cinema was about a mile and a half away so I walked to the cinema, did a long walk and I went to Tesco's on the way and picked it all up and it was like a a real crisp evening. I I don't think I wore a coat if I remember. Walked all the way to the City World on the other side of the side of town, and uh, yeah, sat there in this massive screening that had barely anyone in. Uh, and yeah, that was I, was, I oh god, I, I really really missed the cinema. Uh, um, with you. Yes, yesterday, I because uh, I just I just moved, and I've moved to quite near my uh, my favourite cinema. And yesterday I went on a, a walk. Like I live the other end of the the town to the um, mm. to the picture house, uh, and I walked down there because uh, I was going to the shop there. I wanted a slightly longer walk for my exercise, um, but it was it was just annoying because it was like a normal Saturday, uh, and people, you know, the two meter rule in the centre yeah. of Greenwich was uh, was was an absolute myth. So I got a bit annoyed, but. I saw the picture house there in all its glory and felt a bit mm. melancholy. Yeah, looking at it, a bit wistful. Yeah, it's, it's a it's an odd one. Um, so when people we were saying, what's the first thing we're going to do after lockdown yesterday? Um, Elsa's decided what restaurant we're going to, 
we're gonna go to a, we're gonna, she, she loves pizza express so we're gonna do a pizza oh. express and yeah whatever movie comes out god i'm i'm just because I, I over the last year i've just got so into going to the cinema I'm like it's the perfect thing when i have a gig that's uh you know a few hours away i get in the car early i get there i watch a film and then i go and do my gig it's like perfect yeah you know do you, when do I you, what do you miss what do you miss more out of gigging and cinema, or is it is it the marriage of the two? It's the marriage of the two. Gigging's I've not missed it that much. There's a few um, times that I've um, really sort of longed for it, but you know how they're saying like Premier League footballers, like if they go five months out of match, they're going to be although they'll have their individual personal fitness, they won't have match fitness. Yeah. I feel the same about me. I'm thinking the first few gigs back will just be on purely um, memory, like uh, sure. muscle memory, memory mass, uh, muscle memory. That's it. And so, yeah, it's going to be take a while to sort of hone that instinct again. Because um, I remember, I think I said to you the night, the my last gig I did before lockdown, a guy came up to me and said, "Oh, you're really on form at the minute." And it was like, <laughs> that was the last, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, scoring a hat-trick and then um, stopping the, the league. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You, were on, you uh, were on 29 goals for this season. I was. I was just on the verge of a golden boot. Um, but yeah, I felt funny. So I felt, you know, I felt funny within myself, which is um, obviously a good thing to have. Yeah. And now I'm just sitting there thinking, I don't know if there's going to be the gigs required for this industry to proper do a proper full revamp you know it's it you know so yeah uh, well yeah, yeah who knows who knows how this is going to change like after a lockdown mm. will there be even a hunger for comedy clubs you know who knows i think there'll be a hunger but whether they whether the actual practicalities of putting 500 people in a room so soon after this all you know oh, almost certainly know. not but yeah exactly so i think a lot of uh, comedy clubs have i think there was a study out today that said the likelihood is they won't be open again till the end of the year like just mm. won't so yeah anyway, I mean, I could, yeah I, I struggle <laughs> to see it. films yes we'll, we'll have the shit on the normal show on thursday yeah. so that's some some fun light-hearted chat to look forward to listeners yes so this is the 100 film challenge we're trying to watch 100 films we've never seen before in a year as you all know by now listeners uh, and we're going to talk about our respective aprils i'll phone pat in a little bit and get it from him uh, so Tom, you didn't watch much in April at all. You watched five films, five films, um, but they were good selection. Uh, the best one I saw was um, oh, hang on, what, what, what? Star Stardust wasn't this month, and I didn't include it on my list because I'd already seen it. But um, we did watch. Uh, oh, Game Plan. What did you think of Game Plan? I did watch You did watch Game Plan with the rock and the little girl. That one. Where he's the foot, he's the football star. He's there, that one. Oh yeah, yeah. What did you what did you think of game plan? Good. Good? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, <laughs> give me give me a kiss. Okay. Let me bye carry. bye, Elsa. Lovely bye seeing bye. you. It was a freestyle movie. Um so classic freestyle. Well well, according to your reviews, mate, the best film you saw in April was Rocket Man. Brilliant. It was so good. Uh, I think I might have told this last month, but we watched Bohemian Rhapsody immediately afterwards, which I had previously seen, but Anna hadn't. And it really, really is um, 
proper pales in comparison. Like it's quite annoying that Bohemian Rhapsody did really well, like at, like the Oscars and that, where mm. Rocket Man kind of got ignored. Like Taron Egerton didn't get a nomination for anything, or um, no? Did, did the song get nominated? A much better film. I think there's an original song might have been nominated. Yeah, but, I think, but yeah, I think Elton John wrote as a song. film. It's so much, so much better to look at to to enjoy than Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody is really, I think, is proper by the numbers, which is weird because I really enjoyed it. Um, it's completely saved by the last half hour where they actually do the performance at Wembley. Without that, Bohemian Rhapsody is a proper, proper average film. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't really remember. I, I think I enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody more than Rocket Man, actually, even though I'm a much bigger Elton John fan than I am. Yeah. I mean, I don't really enjoy don't like him that me. much. Um, uh, but, uh, but also, I don't, really remember, I don't really remember either of the films, actually, that mm. well. Um, but I do like Taron Egerton quite a lot. Yes, uh, I think he, I think he's very good. Yes. Um, uh, I, so I'll, I'll go is... along with whatever you just said. No, it was it, I, 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 maybe it was the perfect storm of it was a Saturday. It was maybe a Saturday night. I think I can't remember what night. Me and Anna sat down to watch it. And it was just like both really enjoyed it. And then yeah, we were like sitting there, and she went, "Oh, what, should we watch another one?" And I went, "Oh, she went, let's watch Bohemian Rhapsody." that we just watched oh. a film that Bohemian Rhapsody powered in comparison. Oh, you okay? Yeah, sorry, yeah, you just cut out a bit there, mate. Uh, um, I was like, maybe it was Tick that, because we just watched um, Rocket Man at Bohemian, but she hadn't seen Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man. So oh, right, she, okay. she, she agreed that Rocket Man was better as well. What was Hustlers I, like? Hustlers was good, apart from the end. That was oh, another really? film. Is it? That was another film me and Anna watched together. Um, yeah, it was the ending was a little bit disappointing. Um, you, you gave it three and a half stars. Was it a four until the ending? I think it was. You know, I think I think it, it was really enjoyable. Lopez was great, um, mm. but yeah, it uh, just didn't. It was just a yeah, not a great. I thought it rushed. It, it kind of changed some certain characters' motivations out of nowhere. Like there right. wasn't much uh, foreshadowing. And it kind of just kind of just made you go, oh, okay, that was a weird decision for that character to make. Right. Okay. Um, so it's probably, yeah, I'd say game plan out of doing absolutely nothing wrong was the worst film I saw this month. Three Identical Strangers was an absolute mind F. It's great um, though, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I, but I, that's the second documentary I watched in a row, which left me feeling really cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because last sure. last month I watched Tell Me Who I Am, which is just horrible, but like Right, okay. Um but also a beautiful thing was my fifth film uh that I watched, which was really good. It was I think I said on last week's show that it was set in Lewisham, which really annoyed me because it's not it's in Thamesmead. Um Yeah, you said it was set in Lewisham and then you said these two kids from Thamesmead. I I yeah. should have I should have uh, called you out on that. Yeah. Yeah, uh we'll peeve it. Yeah, so set in Thamesmead <laughs> and um, yeah, just really good, really good um, sort of love story um, about uh, sort of two guys. I even said they're from the different backgrounds. They're not, they're from the same similar background. They're from a council estate in Thamesmead, but uh, they are sort of different personalities. One's like sporty and a bit more popular and the other one's right. a bit geeky. Um, yeah, just really enjoyed it. Um, okay. It's a well, really, God, well, you've had a bloody good month, mate. 
Yeah, I, but that's what happens when you're as selective as I have been about what yeah, you've built. Sure. But, um, sure. but like I say, I've still, I mean, got, still got some to play with, haven't I, from watching so many in the first half of the year. Um, yeah, exactly. Yesterday was posted to Now TV. And mm. that, that made me... Because it's when, it's when a film is added that I have seen at the cinema, that's when I get right. really nostalgic for it. So yeah, Detective yeah, yeah, Pikachu, yeah. I remembered... Um, I remember getting out of Elsa's uh, drama school and going to see her, see that with her on a Saturday. Um, yesterday, I went and saw that before a gig. Um, it's just stuff like that which makes you go, oh, God, I remember seeing this at the cinema. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, I could do it. I, I'm still not really in the mood for films. That's the weird thing. I think I'm in the mood for taking on more TV shows at the minute. See, I've 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 had a weird shift in like the last couple of days because I, I was the same I was because one one I've been so busy in lockdown so annoyingly busy it's I'm I'm the opposite of furloughed like my workload yeah. has tripled much like doing this podcast and other podcasts that's an, another big part of my uh, life which is getting stressful but anyway yeah. uh, so I haven't really been in the mood to watch films just because I've been tired. I've been struggling to find something to even read, uh, which has been getting me down as well. But in the last couple of, we're on, it's currently the 3rd of May and I've paused my fifth film for May to record this. Wow. Because I, I had, a, had a big, had a big day yesterday. What, on the 1st of, well, actually no, we can go through this next month. But um, yeah, my April was uh, not too dissimilar to yours, not many, but I'll go through it in more detail with Pat. But for my birthday, which was uh, the beginning of April, my brother bought me a, a studio, a book on Studio Ghibli. Um, and so I've started watching some Studio Ghibli films that I haven't seen before. So last month I watched... Um, oh, you, you're right, mate. Sorry, was I boring no. you? No, the phone went off. Well I, watched, yeah. well, I watched the classic, which was My Neighbour Totoro, which is like the, the main logo. I think that might have been the first one. Um, is that like little little girl with a fringe cut like that? Um... No, you might be thinking of Spirited Away, maybe. Totoro is yeah. like that massive sort of, I don't know, sort of bunny-looking creature thing, I guess. Oh. I don't really know what it looks like. But anyway, and Kiki's Delivery Service, I watched that as well. But, um, oh, I've heard of that oh, one, also, yeah. also, I watched, um, I watched The Impossible. I said last month that I was going to tell a yes. story about it, but I didn't actually ask permission to tell the story. So, ah. uh, uh, But yeah, I didn't watch it at the time. But I mean... For some listeners, I imagine a quick Google will tell you why I haven't watched the hadn't <laughs> watched the Impossible until last month. Um, but uh, yeah, and it was fine. Like Tom, like the Tom Holland's in it, and I didn't realise it was Tom Holland until sort of halfway through, because I was just like, "Ugh, this kid is annoying me. He has been so badly directed in every shot." I thought he was and great it, in that. And halfway through, oh man, it's just so badly put together, that film. And like the, the director, he directed a film called The Orphanage, which a lot of people loved. And I, and I got into arguments with people about that film. Oh, uh, uh, is that a Spanish I language, just... Orphanage? Yeah. I've seen I, it's good. I hated that film. The Orphanage, so, uh, spoiler alert, the twist at the end is um, her little boy was uh, in, like went for a cupboard and she blocked the door. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was a good film. Uh, I hated it. 
Um, so, so uh, we'll, we'll end this call and I'll have a quick argument with you. <laughs> yeah, you hated it because it wasn't Pan's Labyrinth. That's what it was. But no, but not even kidding. That was that was probably part of why I hated it because uh, I went and saw it at the cinema because it was produced by uh, the guy who directed Pan's Labyrinth. I've forgotten his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's why I watched it as well. Uh, and Pan's Labyrinth was obviously just you know an absolute work of art. I haven't yeah. watched it in years. I hope it's dated okay. Um, oh, well, yeah. that's, that's one thing we could do, actually, for, for one of the uh, 100 film challenges. Go back and watch a film that we haven't seen in years that we love. See if it's, see if it's still a good film. Uh, I don't want to ruin anything, though. No, last, that's last true. Night in, last night in the quiz, there was a round where they showed um, a piece of footage from a film they had music from another film and dialogue from another film, and you had to get you had a point for getting all three. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I got I got a point for doing dialogue from Woody Allen uh, from Annie Hall because I just recognised. I went, "That's Woody Allen. He's monologuing. This is about this is Annie Hall." <laughs> it's it's probably his most famous. I've film. never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I just was. That sounds like Woody Allen. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm proud of you for getting that point, Thomas. Right, okay, so this is something. Okay, so Tom, I'll wrap up with you and I'll call Pat in a bit, but listeners, think of a film that you love, mm. that you maybe haven't seen in a long time, or maybe that us lot haven't seen in a long time, and let us know, like, watch it. Like, if it's a film you absolutely adore that you haven't seen in, like, 10 years, give it a watch. Let us know what you think of it, and let us know what films we should be watching that we probably haven't seen for years. That could be a fun challenge for next month, I think. Yeah, yeah, going back, yeah. I might uh, have a little look at my DVD collection. I might have a little look at uh, your DVD collection. Well, the portion of it that I've probably not <laughs> yeah. given back to you. Yeah. But, uh, all right, sweet. Right, T, nice one, cool. man. I'm going to call Patrick and I will speak to you later. So, Pat, I can't see you, mate. No, you can't. Well, you can. I'm here. I'm definitely here. Pat, wave again. You can hear me. Just wave, wave for me, mate. There you go. I just wanted to get a screen grab of that. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> how are you? So how are you? But why can't I see you, mate? I've got really, I've got a really sore um, neck, like, and then upper back. I slept on it funny uh, the other night, and I, oh. I tell you now, it must have been pretty funny. It must have been, <laughs> it must have been hilarious how I slept on it because it is really, really hurting. So, I've um, always so yeah, I've always said that about you, goofy sleeper. <laughs> oh, it's it's a laugh a minute sn- sleeper. <laughs> you sl- all the slapstick snoozing you do. It's uh... yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's why that's why you can't see me because I'm just lying down. Um, okay. We're we're talking about movies, man. Yes, we're talking about movies. Tom and I just had a conversation about how we missed the cinema. Um, okay. Which was uh, actually we tried to record. I started recording. Pat, it's now two o'clock. I'm calling you. I sp- initially phoned Tom at like half twelve. We right. started, and then Anna and Elsa walked in the room. I pressed pause on the record, and we didn't start recording again until like quarter past one. We were just having a big, a big old uh, gossip fest. It was good fun. Nice. Yeah, it was lovely. Um, so I also get all the gossip. She's, oh my god, you should hear <laughs> some of the mums in that playground <laughs> of dubious repute. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that was that was those were her exact words. So, right, Patrick, I'm going to try and get your, your list up, uh, if I can remember how to use this gosh dang app. Um, but you watched quite a few films in April, didn't you? Early, uh, early April, yeah, I, I, I caught up to where I should have been by that point. But right. um, I've kind of dropped off late April, because as, as we mentioned in March, I watched the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and that put me in the mood for all the other... Jay and Silent Bob films. So I spent, uh, of course. I spent late April doing a deep dive into that. And I mean like a proper deep dive. I didn't just rewatch them all. I, re- I read the comic books between them. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so you I really went. I you really, really did before. have a, like a good, a good start to April. You, you not only watched Beverly Hills Cop, you watched the whole trilogy and they were all quite consistent. According to your reviews. <laughs> they were consistent three star movies. Yeah. They, <laughs> They're absolutely fine. Like, I think we said this before, if I'd have grown up with them um, and I, I could quote them, I probably would rate them all at a four. But sure. because like watching them for the first time, 33 years old, I was like, yeah, they're fine. I could appreciate them for what they are. And they're certainly not bad movies, but I'm not going to give them the same scores as I would say like a Die Hard or a Lethal Weapon. Um, they're no. just very traditional buddy cop movies. Sure. Uh, well, cool. I mean, I'll, I might jump into the second one then. Um, you also, you watched what, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Yeah, I'd never seen, I'd never seen that one before. And it was um, obviously the Easter weekend. I don't know what it is about Easter, but they always put the Wallace and Gromit movies on TV. Mm. So I went for a little Wallace and Gromit face uh, and then realized I'd never seen the movie before. So I watched that. But what's the, what's the deal with, what's Wallace's deal? <laughs> well, isn't it? well, his problem is an absence of uh, cheese and crackers. Yeah, you know what? I think that's a euphemism. I think he's a junkie. <laughs> I think this is the story of an addict and the lengths he'll go to to get a fix. Like the, fir- the first one they ever made, he goes on a trip, a trip to the uh, moon. Yeah. Come on. That's not real. <laughs> No, it's plasticine. Yeah. I couldn't put it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) You are full of plasticine, sir. (laughs) So um, I I still haven't seen Snowpiercer, but you've blimmin' watched it. How was it? I really enjoyed it, and I was really debating giving it a a five. And it's only... There's only, like, a couple of things in it that... um, that sort of held me back. I won't go into what they are too much, but uh, like, you know, when, when we finished Parasite, by the end of Parasite, I was like, I was blown away by that movie. That is definitely a five-star movie. Yeah. Snowpiercer was a little, in some, in some parts, a little too generic. Like it, sure. had, some, it had some great ideas in it. And some some sequences are, are five star sequences. There is a lot of five star content in that movie, but there's just a couple of three star moments that just drag it down. Not to not to like slam it too much and say I'm, it's dragging it down to be a bad film. It is still a great movie that I would recommend. I just didn't love it enough to give it five, but right. did love it enough to give it four. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, well, because I I felt the same about um, Okia when I watched 
that I remember because I was very excited about that because I mean I didn't know who Bong Joon Ho was at the time but um, I was a, I'm a big fan of John Ronson and I knew he'd had a part to play in the writing of the screenplay um, mm. and uh, and when I watched the film I was like oh some of it is absolute genius but some of it is just meh right whereas like so you know Bong Joon Ho is clearly like a a phenomenal talent but it was you know Parasite was the one where he just there was no, there was no duff moves in no. all of Parasite. No, there was no bad creative decision, or not even like again. I don't want to say there were bad creative decisions in Snowpiercer. They were just mediocre ones, or or just perfectly fine ones. There there was exactly. Yeah, no, it's nothing. It's not saying it's bad. It's just like if you're gonna score something, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah, you need to not make any errors. Uh, Very rare to come across a, a five star film for me. Especially this year. Just looking at my list this year, there's a lot around the two, three star mark. I think it's the lockdown. I don't think, do think I've got the energy to um, to watch anything too heavy because the heavy ones are the ones that are going to give you like those really good, powerful moments. And I just don't think I've got it in me to appreciate them at the moment, which is why I'm quite enjoying watching things like the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. I know we don't really do the bad movies thing anymore. But I saw a trailer for a movie yesterday <laughs> that I really want us to watch. Uh, have you ever it? heard? Have you ever heard of Tammy and the T Rex? <laughs> uh, no, it's going straight in my list. Really? <laughs> oh, what's the trailer? It's like from '93 or '94. It's a very young Denise Richards and a very young Paul Walker. And <laughs> from what I can get by the trailer, it looks like Paul Walker gets attacked and killed. But some mad scientist transplants his brain into a, a T-Rex. And I don't know how the scientist has the T-Rex. <laughs> but then so Denise Richards is like going out with this, this T-Rex. Um, I, I, I didn't want to read too much about it until I saw it. But what I can glean is that the director had access to like a, a, a mechanized T-Rex that was on its way to an exhibit or like some sort of dinosaur fun park or something like that. <laughs> That's what my Jurassic Park remake is called, by the way. <laughs> Dinosaur <laughs> Fun Park. Um, <laughs> and they were like, okay, so I've got this T-Rex for two weeks. I've got to do something with it. So just wrote a movie that, that would incorporate it and all the things it can do. <laughs> you got you got to see the trailer. It looks, it, it looks like it will be so bad it's good. Pat, I've just Googled it. It's one hour and 22 minutes. I am watching that film this month. That is a nice length. Right, let's do let's let's try and do that. Let's get on Zoom or something and we'll watch that film together, the three of us. I think that'd be a good evening. So for next next month's uh, hundred movies, we can talk about Tammy and the T Rex. Yes. Okay, that's a really so we can kind of incorporate bad movies. Also, I just I spoke to Tom about this. Um we were but we were we were talking about Pan's Labyrinth and mm. neither of us have seen that film. Uh well, I don't think I've seen it probably since it came out. It's probably in about, in about 13 years I haven't seen that film. Yeah, I um, remember we had, um, and this is quite cool. This is something I wish we did a bit more of, but adult lives have kind of got in the way. Do you remember we had a movie day around Tom's? Everyone bought a film. And oh, I, can't yeah. remember, I can't remember someone bought Pan's Labyrinth and we all sat and watched it. I think it was me. But our friend Archie, I think he bought um, More Rats. And I think that was the first time I'd ever seen More Rats. No, no, you saw Morris before then, surely. I think it might have been the first time. 
I bought American Splendor with Paul Giamatti. <laughs> That's a great film, though. It's a great film, but I was really trying to show off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a good. No, but that's a perfect film because it's not too long, though. Either that's a good film. No, it's good. Good quality length that film, and really, um, like meta in parts before everything became meta in parts. Yeah, even this podcast is meta. Yeah, uh, does this podcast doesn't matter? <laughs> it matters a lot to me. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> All right. Well, I, t- well, I told you, Patrick, that on my birthday I watched um, a four-star film. You watched four stars? I watched a four-star film, and I don't mind telling you that that film was called Tell No One, a French film. Very, very good. But also on my birthday, I watched a film that I think is my lowest rated this year. Okay. Um... Oh no, it's level with The Invention of Lying and Humor Me, which we discussed last month. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, called, it's a Netflix film called Love Wedding Repeat. My mum recommended this film to me. And then when I looked it up, all I can find is tons of like BuzzFeed articles and all this slamming it. As it awful. is poor. Right, I think a lot of the budget would have gone on the location and then on the hiring of Olivia Munn. Yeah. Um, because it's one of those classic films where like the supporting cast are all well-respected and well-liked uh, British comedy performers. So that so was Tim why I watched it. Tim yeah, Key Tim Key's in it and is great. And he, he, and he acts a bit like Tim Key. He's good fun to watch. Yeah, he had a, he had a line in the trailer that made me laugh, where it's like Olivia Munn was saying that she'd been, she'd been kidnapped or something. And he was like, oh yeah, I'd kidnap you. <laughs> Like, like trying to make it sound like a compliment and I was like okay that's kind of funny I didn't think the trailer made it look that bad but all the negative press I've seen around it um, really put me off it's just I mean it's just it's just a bit of a it's a bit of a it's one of those it's a one and a half star film it's not it's not like an aggressive one and a half star I don't I didn't hate it as much as I hated humor me or anything like that but I just think in quality of films and the fact that I would actively avoid it in future. Yeah. But, you know, there was, there was just too much that made me roll my eyes rather than get angry. I can't remember who it is. I think it's someone, one of the listeners from the show. Um, I saw that they'd watched it on Letterboxd. And you know how you can write like a comment underneath? Yeah. It said something like, um, I'm not sure Netflix releasing a movie about a gathering in Italy is the best move right now. <laughs> <laughs> like just a few weeks ago that, that really made me laugh like enough to make me go okay i'm at least glad the movie came out so that we could see this comment <laughs> oh man i wish i could remember who said that that really tickled me that's very funny um i also watched uh oh because i've already told tom this so sorry listeners for hearing this twice my brother for my birthday bought me a studio ghibli book okay. um, and all the ghibli films are on netflix so i'm sort of just kind of going through them as well at the moment uh, which is perfectly fine thus far. I haven't watched a great one yet because I've, I've kind of seen the ones that you're supposed to have seen, you know? I've seen Spirited Away. Yeah, I've never know. seen it. Oh, go, watch it. It's really good. Um, Didn't that win Best Animated Oscar once? I think it might. I think that was probably well, why it I saw it. Twice? it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, once, I think once it did. Once, um, right. I also watched Dirty <laughs> Harry for the first time. Oh, what do you think? Uh, 
I, I really liked it. I gave it three and a half stars because it's... Did it make your day? It did go, make go my day. I felt lucky afterwards. <laughs> um, it's great, actually, because you know, I watched that uh, last week and then uh, so I'm halfway through watching uh, Midnight Cowboy currently. Oh, and, uh, and that's got the, uh, uh, the famous line, uh, Hey, I'm walking here. So I, I see, I've seen yeah. the original of Hey, I'm walking here. Sorry? Improvised as well. That wasn't in the script. Really? Yeah, I think that that car like wasn't like a production car. It was just they were filming in New York and this car just comes up to him and he just genuinely went, hey, I'm walking here. Oh, I love that. But yeah, so I got, I, got, I got to see Hey, I'm walking here and I got to see um, Do You Feel Lucky, Punk? So I'm, I'm, it's, I think it's important to see the the origins of all the most mimicked lines in films. That's probably a good movie list to to set yourself on. Not just the hundred movies you should have seen, or or like a hundred classics or best film winners, but just the movies with the most iconic lines. If you haven't seen them, that's a good place to start. Yeah, because I'm constantly telling people, "Don't call me babe," but I've never seen Barbed Wire. So is that the Pamela Anderson one? Yeah, <laughs> do you remember that from from the nineties? I remember the poster. I never saw the film. Even like, even as a fucking really pu- like pubescent teen, not pre-pubescent. We are full pubescents. Uh, <laughs> I remember seeing that poster and going, "That's nah, not for me." <laughs> the thing is, I, re- I just remember the advert was was her. I remember her saying, "Don't call me babe" in the advert, and then you know why? Uh, why? Because I think her name is actually Barb. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. No, not, that was no, the character's not. name. <laughs> Barb. So, so but I don't know if her surname is Dwyer. <laughs> no, her surname is Dwyer. Go and write that movie if that doesn't exist. <laughs> Bob Dwyer. <laughs> She's an office administrator. <laughs> Ow. All right, stop it. You're hurting my neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, we don't normally name these episodes, but I think I'll name this one Bob Dwyer. Oh, man. Be bothered to edit this one properly either, so apologies, listeners. You're going to hear a lot of silence. But um, okay, I didn't. I forgot to do this with Tom. What like? What would you recommend to listeners, and what should they avoid, etc.? Um, recommendations this month. Yes. Probably Snowpiercer. Probably Snowpiercer. That's the okay. highest rated film I've got. This I'm going to take your recommendation. Where did you watch it? Um, it's. Where did I watch it? It was on Prime, I think. Okay, cool. I watched, I watched it in my room, so it's not on Sky or Now TV. I'm pretty sure it's on Prime. And okay, to great. Avoid, I've, I've, so I'm, I'm re. Uh, oh, I watched Street Fighter, 1994 Street Fighter. Oh wow! And I couldn't, I couldn't get bring myself to give it one star because it is so bad. It's good. I gave it a two star. 
Um, but not one street fight in the whole movie was my criticism. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Brightburn? I'm I'm re-reviewing Brightburn. I originally gave it three. I'm knocking it down to two. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, it was just... It had so much potential. And it wasted all of its potential by just doing the most obvious cliche things the whole time. And then it got kind of like... It got really gory. But not gory in like an inventive way. Just gory in kind of like bad CG of someone's face half hanging off. And I was just like, well, that's just gross. It doesn't look totally Mm. real. Um, it was just like a real wasted opportunity, I felt. Yeah, I'm knocking that down to two. Yeah, get it, well. get it knocked down, man. Oh, I also watched um, Extraction on Netflix, the Chris Hemsworth film. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you good? I gave it two stars. Ooh. It's like, I mean, I thought it was fine. I was quite bored and it's quite long considering the type of film it is. I think it's like, I, I don't even remember the length of it, but I just remember thinking, well, this has been going on for a while. Uh, but it's like uh, it's fine in the moment it's a it's a one it's a one-time watch you'll never go back um but yeah my my recommendation for the month uh tell no one french film from 2006 really really good and that that can't be your recommendation what what's it called tell no one yeah you can't recommend that tell no one I was like, oh god, what made me laugh is how long that took me to get. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, tell tell no one. Um, I watched it on DVD. I had to find the DVD, but it's not available on any streaming services. It's even quite hard to Google, which is odd, considering it's quite a popular film and has a, a really good cast. Um, and yeah, the avoid avoid love wedding repeat, listeners. Yeah. Go watch, go watch one of the other movies like that. Go watch Groundhog Day. Or, Groundhog Day's lovely. Or, or Edge, of, Edge of Tomorrow, the Tom Cruise one, where he it was like the action film, the action film version of Groundhog Day. Go watch that. that was love, just have a nice time with your life, listeners. Anyway, but anyway, Pat, I'll speak to you later in the week. Listeners, we'll speak to you later in the week. Uh... I don't know. How do we, how do oh, we say cut, don't we? Say and cut. If you know what day this comes out. Uh, may the may fourth, the be, fourth be bloody with you, you, you flipping idiots. Go watch some Star Wars. Go celebrate May the 4th that way. If you have Disney Plus, all nine films are on uh, Disney Plus, so make sure you do enjoy the four good Star Wars films, listeners. And cut. <laughs>